Hey, Praise Chapel Paramount. This is Peter Howell, and I had the opportunity to share a message at Wednesday night service. I kept it on proximity series we are currently in, and I titled it, God is Closer Than You Think. I shared that God wants to be near us and desires to build a relationship with us, and that one of the most frequent promises throughout the Bible is God saying, I am with you. I know sometimes it may not feel that way, and we may be going through different storms and have different struggles and even trials in life that we lose focus on God. Well, I just wanted to remind you that God is closer to us than we think, that we have a God who loves us and wants to dwell with us. And I think it's amazing that God is with us right now, that no matter where we are in life, we can call on the Father and he will be there. God is so good, and I hope you enjoy this message. Good evening. First, I'd like to apologize to Pastor Omar. My wife told me not to wear a suit today. <laughs> she did. She told me not to wear one, but uh, here I am. <laughs> have, you guys, have you guys been enjoying the Proximity series? Have you guys been enjoying the new series we're in? Well, I, I wanted to stay on that topic as well. And uh, something that really touched me uh, this past Sunday that Pastor Omar said uh, that I basically um, want to go off on or bridge off on is, uh, he said this, he says, sometimes... We think we're holding on to God, but in actuality, God is holding on to us. Amen? And, and I just want to park it right there. You know, I don't know about you guys, but have you ever, guys, have you ever shared a prayer or, or, or um, asked God to do something, but sometimes you just feel like he's so far away? Like, like his kingdom is, is, is beyond the galaxies, beyond the universe, that, that we're hoping that he hears our prayer so he might be able to answer it? Do you guys feel like that, or am I the only one? You know, uh, we have to change that perspective because we have a God that desires to build a relationship with us. We have a God that loves us, that wants to be with us. He is not far away, and he wants us to communicate with him. So I want to tell you this. God is closer than you think. Amen? And that's the title of my message today. So what I'd like you guys to do is, can you tell your neighbor right now, God is closer than you think? And I'll tell your other neighbor, stop running. Amen? No. <laughs> That's for another message, but I want to share that with you, that God is closer than you think. And I was doing a little bit of research here, and, and I want you to know that one of the primary promises uh, in the Bible is uh, that God tells us is God will be with you. And just to share a few, in the Old Testament, we heard this plenty of times, uh, Joshua 1.9, it says, have I not commanded you, be strong and courageous, don't be terrified or dismayed, uh, intimidated for the Lord your God is with you. Wherever you go, in Psalms 23, 4, it says, even though I walk through the valley of shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Uh, we see in Matthew 1, 23, it says, behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which means God is with us. I can go on and on. In Matthew 28, 20, it says this, teach them to observe everything that I commanded you. This is Jesus talking to his disciples. And lo, I am with you always, remaining with you uh, uh, perpetually regarding, uh, regardless of circumstance and on every occasion, even to the end of the age. Amen. Um, uh, and our, again, I, I'm just reading my notes here. I got a little stuck right there, but, um, aren't you happy that God is, that want, that God wants to dwell with you, that God wants to be with you. Amen. Isn't that awesome? These are just a few scriptures that I, that I shared where it says that God wants to be with us. Amen. Um, and, and we desire a God that wants to be near to us. And I wanted to share a story that I recently read. Uh, it was a, a story written by, um, by John Ortberg. Uh, he writes a story about traveling on a plane, and uh, he sees this man sitting that he was sitting next to. He saw his screensaver, and it was a picture of a little boy. And he was intrigued by this picture, and he, he decided to ask the man, hey, is that your son? And uh, uh, the, the man turned and told him, he's like, yes, of course it's my son. And then 
right away, the man opened up his computer and pulled out like 100 pictures. So right then and there, the man said, I, I shouldn't have asked this question because now it's going to be a long flight. Amen? Uh, get some water here. Um, so um, after he, he was kind of regretting asking that question, um, that it's going to be a long flight, um, the guy started basically explaining every detail of his son, explaining his first steps when he was 11 months years old, uh, or 11 months old, and explaining um, every detail about his son. And, and, and the man was just like, okay. And then he started pulling out picture after picture after picture of more recent times. And, and uh, he got to the point where the guy was kind of like, well, my son can do that, you know, and my son can do that. My son's done that way before his age too, you know? So it's kind of like, what's the big deal? But uh, what I wanted to share with you is, is this, this man was just so in tuned in his son, you know, so like just, he wanted to be near his son. So the man asked the question and he goes, well, how long has it been since you saw your son? You know, it must be a long time. You know, you're talking about him like you miss him. And he goes, I saw him yesterday. <laughs> I saw him yesterday. So he was like, what? What do you mean you saw him yesterday? Uh, and, and he goes, um, he's like, yeah, uh, one day um, away from his son is one day too long. Amen. And he was rushing back home so he can be with his son. It was his only child. Um, and um, I wanted to share with you that, that sometimes, or all the time, that's how God looks at us. Amen. And, and God wants to rush back home to be with us. He doesn't want to be distant from us. He wants to be near us, and he wants to be with us. Um, he wants to be there with us to comfort us and, and to give us uh, uh, encouragement when we need it. Um, it wasn't enough for the man to love him from a distance. He wanted to hurry home to be with him. And I put right here, is it possible that God looks at us through the eyes of a father? You see, the difference between the way that man looked at his son was he was looking at his son through the eyes of a father. And, and, and uh, the other man was just looking at him like just some regular kid. So when God looks at us, he looks at us through the eyes of a father. Uh, the eyes of a father that wants to care for us, that wants to nurture us, that wants to be there for us, uh, who, who wants to help us. So let me ask you this. Do you believe that you're on God's screensaver, that on his computer, that your picture is on his screensaver? Because he is on your, or you are on his screensaver. He desires you more than you know. He desires you and wants to be with you every single day. And um, I wanted to read in Genesis 28, verse 10, uh, it's Jacob's dream. And let me just go ahead and go into it. It says, now Jacob left Beersheba, never to see his mother again, and traveled towards Harnan. And he came to a certain place. Can you guys say certain place? And he stayed overnight there because the sun had set. Taking one of the stones of the place, he put it under his head and laid down, laid down there to sleep. He dreamed that there was a, a ladder stairway placed on the earth, and the top of it reached out of the sight towards the heaven. And he saw the angels of God ascending and descending on it, going to and from heaven. And behold, the Lord stood above and around him and said, I am the Lord, the God of Abraham, your father's father, and the God of Isaac. I will give you and your descendants the land of promise on which you are laying. Your descendants shall be as countless as the dust of the earth, and you shall spread abroad to the east, to the west and to the east, and to the north and to the south. And all the families and nations of the earth shall be blessed through you and your descendants. And then it says, Behold, I am with you and will keep careful watch over you and guard, guard you wherever you may go. And I will bring back to this promised land, for I, I will not leave you until I have done what I have promised you. Then Jacob awoke from his sleep and said, without a doubt, the Lord is in this place. And I did not realize it. 
So he was afraid and said, how fearful and awesome is this place. This is none other than the house of God. And this is the gateway to heaven. Amen. And I wanted to share this story because right now we see in this story, Jacob is at a a very pivotal pivotal time in his life. His brother is actually out to kill him. And uh, he's on the run. And and he's in a a place um, where where um, it's, it's getting, uh, the sunset is coming and he's in a certain place. Um, in other scriptures it says he's, he's like in a place where nowhere, it's really nothing. And um, um, he's just at a random, a random place. But it says that God appeared to him and that there was a ladder for him to go up to heaven and that he saw angels descending and ascending. And I wanted to tell you guys, and I was thinking about this a lot. And I said, could it be that it was a ladder going to heaven or was it a ladder coming to the earth? Was it Jacob who had to walk up to heaven, or was it God wanting to come down to dwell with him? And I want to let you know that there was a ladder in this dream, not because Jacob wanted to go to heaven, but because of that reason that God wanted to dwell with him. Not only that, but he gave him a promise that he'll be there with him. He'll be there, be where, be there with him to protect him and to help him. And um, what I wanted to share also is it said that that Jacob woke up from his sleep, and without a doubt, the Lord is in this place, and he didn't realize it. He didn't realize that God was there with him the whole time. He didn't realize that God was there through, through every heartache that he went through. Nobody really knows how, how long he was running, uh, how long he, he might have been living in fear. Nobody knows, you know, the, the, the battles that he went through, you know, the mind battles. But the thing is, is when he finally realized that God was there, you know, it could have been that he was looking the opposite direction. But he was there, and he realized it, and, and, and he said this. And he said, he named this place Bethel, which means the house of God. And I want you to know something specific. The, uh, Bethel isn't in Redlands, amen? <laughs> okay? Bethel isn't some lavish, awesome place that you have to go to, some temple that you need to go to. It says that he was at a certain place and God showed up. That certain place could be at your home, at your work. That certain place, you know, could hit you in the car, you know, when, when you're going through things. That certain place can be anywhere. But what he named it, it says, this is God's house because he felt God, God's presence. Now, I don't know what you may be going through tonight, I don't know if you're, if you're struggling right now or, or if, if, if your marriage is, is on the edge or, or anything. But all I know is that God has the power to turn your situation around. And, and talking back um, or thinking back about pastor's message about, you know, us holding on to God and actually God holding on to us. It reminds me of a poem. and I'm going to close with this poem. We've all heard it plenty of times. It's called Footprints in the Sand. And I'm not going to read it. I'm just going to paraphrase it if you don't mind. But it's a man who also had a dream, and he's walking with God, and there's footprints on the sand and two sets of footprints. One of them is the Lord's, and one of them is his. And in the skies, just different parts of his, his life starts flashing before his eyes, and, and the man noticed. He noticed that on the good times, there was two sets of footprints throughout his life. But on the bad times, the times that he struggled, the times that he might have been depressed, those, those times that he was hurting, those times that he was going through a hard time, he only saw one set of footprints. And he was kind of perplexed by this. And he asked God, like, why in my worst times 
You know, why, why in the, the deepest parts of my life, the most craziest parts of my life, there's only one set of footprints? How could you leave me? You know, wh- why would you leave me there to, 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 to bear it on my own? And that's when, when God corrected him and he says, no, son, so you have it all wrong. Those are the days that I carried you. Amen. Those are the days that I picked you up. Those are the days that I, I helped you get through it. And if it wasn't for God, I don't know where I would be today. And I want to let you know something tonight. God knows what you're dealing with and God knows what you're going through. He's not far away from you. He's very close to you. He's very, very, very close to you. No matter where you're at in your life right now. And I wrote down some notes here and I said, you could be in a marriage right now. And you could have married your soulmate. But right now he's kind of like a roommate or she is kind of like a roommate. Right? And it's not what you thought it would be. And every night you go in bed and you cry and you said, this isn't what I signed up for. I want to let you know God is closer than you think. You could be a teenager right now, just struggling, going through, going through life, trying to find a place, trying to find a name, you know, and, and you just keep on just messing up. You know, I want to let you know God is closer than you think. You could be a, a, a young person and just going through relationship after relationship and not understanding why every relationship you get in just doesn't seem to work out. Why is it that you're always messing up and, and you just can't seem to hold a relationship? I just want you to know God is closer than you think. And you could have been like me, far away from God, or you think you're far away from God. Could have been bound by drugs and alcohol. Could have been just in a dark place, suicidal, not happy with life, no goals, angry, upset, bitter, mad because nothing goes right, mad because you've been up for four days and you don't want to go to bed or you can't go to bed. You know, there was times when I was by myself. You know, I used to put, put a front when I was hanging around my friends and getting high with them or whatever, partying with them. But when I would go home, there was a depressed side of me. You know, times where I cried, like, how come I can't break this habit? How come I'm going through this so much? And it wasn't by coincidence that my neighbor, who was a gang member, got saved years before me. It wasn't by coincidence that he constantly invited me to church. He invited me to church for years. I would see him walking up my driveway, and I'd go run and tell my mom, tell mom I'm not here, you know, because I didn't want to go. But there came to a point in my life where nobody wanted to be around me, not my friends. I fought all of them. My brother didn't want to be, be around me. My family didn't want to. I was, just, I was just a wreck, amen? And my neighbor invited me again to church, and I said, you know what? I'm going to go with you. And, and this is how I know God was closer than me than I realized. Because even though I wasn't expecting God to move in my life, even though I was just coming to show up because somebody invited me, it just so happens that there was a guest speaker on a Wednesday night service just like this. And I walked into the church and I hung out in the back and if you wanted to title his sermon, it should have been titled Peter Howell. Because everything that man said was about my life. Everything that he said was, was just right on about who I was. And I went with an attitude because I was raised in religion. So I had like kind of like my arms crossed. And I remember I was just observing like, what is this? Is this church? And I remember towards the end of the service, just listening to him, my hands just started coming from crossing my arms to surrender. And I remember giving my life to the Lord and I went up to the altar and I got saved. And my life has never been the same. And I want to tell you guys right now, maybe you've been invited. Maybe tonight you were invited or, or maybe you, 
you're struggling in your marriage or, or maybe you're, 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 you just went through a, a bad divorce and, and you just feel alone, I want to tell you guys, God is closer than you think. Maybe you don't attend church. You know, maybe you haven't been to church in years and you were just invited here today. And maybe you do have a habit. Maybe there's a drug habit that you're trying to break. Maybe you're addicted to something, alcohol or drugs. I want to let you know something. God can deliver you. He can deliver you tonight because Bethel is right here. God's house is at the altars. And if you're depressed, if you're suicidal, if, you, if you're going through, through all kinds of just mind battles, I want to let you know the answer is Jesus. It'll always be Jesus. The Bible says that, that he died on the cross for you even when you were a sinner, amen? Even when you were a sinner, he was thinking of you and he still laid down his life so you can be saved and so you can be healed. This is God's house. And when you come up to the altar and you give yourself to Jesus, I'm going to share something with you. When his presence is all over you, he takes away the tears. He takes away the pain. He takes away the heartache. He takes away the depression. He fills you up with love and acceptance, and he embraces you with the hug, amen? Just like the prodigal son. So we can have all our heads bowed and eyes closed. Hey, thanks for listening to this week's message from Praise Chapel Paramount. If you want to stay connected, follow us online with Facebook and Instagram at PC Paramount. Or visit our website at praisechapelparamount.com.